Thanks for listening to this sermon recording from Liberty Family Church in Hillsville, Victoria, Australia. All of our sermons are available for free online, and we encourage you to subscribe to our sermon podcast through iTunes or by clicking the button on our website. If you'd like to know more about what it means to follow Jesus, or would like more information about our church, head to www.libertyfamilychurch.net.au. God bless you, and we pray that this sermon recording encourages you and strengthens your faith in Jesus Christ. God's Wonderful Surprise Jesus' friends were sad. They would never see their best friend again. How could this happen? Wasn't Jesus the rescuer, the king God had promised? It wasn't supposed to end like this. Yes, but whoever said anything about the end? Just before sunrise, on the third day, God sent an earthquake and an angel from heaven. When the guards saw the angel, they fell down with fright. The angel rolled the huge stone away, sat on top of it, and waited. At the first glimmer of dawn, Mary Magdalene and other women headed to the tomb to wash Jesus' body. The early morning sun slanted through the ancient olive trees, drops of dew glittering on leaves and grasses, little tears everywhere. The friends walked quietly along the hilly path through the olive groves until they reached the tomb and immediately noticed something odd. It was wide open. They peered through the opening into the dark tomb. But wait, Jesus' body was gone. And something else. A shining man was there with clothes made from lightning. Don't be scared, the angel said. But, they couldn't help it. They screamed anyway. The angel asked them, What are you doing here? This is a tomb, and tombs are for dead people. The women couldn't speak. Jesus isn't dead any more, he said. He's alive again. And their hearts leapt, and then the angel laughed with such gladness that they felt for a moment as if they had woken from a nightmare. The other women rushed home, but Mary stayed behind. How could it be true? Jesus was definitely dead. How could he be alive? Just then, Mary heard someone else in the garden. Perhaps it's the gardener, she thought. He'll know where Jesus' body is. I don't know where Jesus is, Mary said urgently. I can't find him. But it was all right. Jesus knew where she was, and he had found her. Mary. Only one person said her name like that. She could hear her heart thumping. She turned around. She could just make out a figure. She shaded her eyes to see, and thought she was dreaming. But she wasn't dreaming. She was seeing Jesus. Mary fell to the ground. 
Sudden tears filled her eyes, and great sobs shook her whole body, and all she wanted in that moment was to cling to Jesus and never let him go. You'll be able to hold on to me later, Mary, Jesus said gently, and always be close to me. But now go and tell the others that I'm alive. Mary ran and ran all the way to the city. She had never run so fast or so far in all her life. She felt she could have run forever. She didn't even feel like her feet touched the ground. The sun seemed to be dancing and gleaming and bounding across the sky, racing with her and shining brighter than she could ever remember in the clear, fresh air. And it seemed to her that morning, as she ran, almost as if the whole world had been made anew, almost as if the whole world was singing for joy. The trees, tiny sounds in the grass, the birds, her heart. Was God really making everything sad come untrue? Was he making even death come untrue? She couldn't wait to tell Jesus' friends. They won't believe it, she laughed. She was right, of course. Did you like listening to that, kids? That story is from one of my favourite books and one of my girls' favourite books called The Jesus Storybook Bible. So good. If you don't have one, you tell mum and dad right now. Mum and dad, can you take us to the shops? Not at the moment, but in a few months to get one. It is so good. You'll love it. Do any of you guys have a friend that you just love spending time with? Maybe a best friend. That's just like Mary was with Jesus. She loved Jesus so much. And She was so sad when he died. But when she saw that he came back to life, she was super excited. She just couldn't contain herself. She was overwhelmed with joy. She was so happy. She could spend time with her best friend again. She loved Jesus so much. Do you know that we can love Jesus just like Mary did back then, today as well? We can love Jesus. We can love him just like Mary did. Did any of you guys get any Easter eggs this morning? Maybe a few of you are eating some right now. I reckon you might be. Well, I want to show you one that I got. I'm back. I got this chicken. Isn't it a cute little chicken? Well, maybe some of the eggs that you got were like I think this one is. Maybe it was hollow on the inside. And what does it, when it's hollow on the inside, what does that remind us of? It reminds us that the tomb was empty. And do you think maybe... I should see if this one's hollow on the inside. How am I going to find out? I know. I've been waiting for this moment. I might actually just take a little bite 
And should I bite off his head? Yeah, let's see. Is it hollow inside? Mmm. 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 That is good. Well, I can't eat it all now, can I? I'm not sitting on my couch like some of you guys are. You know, the empty egg reminds us that the tomb was empty. Jesus is not dead. Jesus is alive. And we can know and love and enjoy him today because he lives. Well, before we go any further and while I just let this egg go down a little bit, how about we pray and just devote this time together in God's word and pray that God would help us to love him and to enjoy him just like Mary did right now. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much that you are alive. You are not dead, you're alive. And that's what we celebrate today on Easter Sunday. We celebrate along with Mary that the tomb is not full, but it's empty. You are alive. And we pray today, God, that as we open your word and as we look at so many scriptures and so many things, we pray that overall we would know and just it would fill us with so much joy, just like Mary, to know that you are alive and we can enjoy you, Jesus. So we pray these things in Jesus' name right now. Amen. At Easter, it's easy to thank God for all the wonderful gifts that he has blessed us with. I'm sure like me, you often find yourself wanting to sing God's praise as you reflect on and celebrate all the amazing things that Jesus did when he died, when he was buried, and when he triumphantly rose again to life. I've got a little box over here, and I think in it, there might just be a few of the gifts that we often thank God for at Easter. So how about I just pull this up now? Can you see that now? This is a box with some gifts that we often thank God for at Easter time. So let's see what we've got in here. Maybe, maybe when we think of Easter and think about Jesus' death and burial and resurrection, we think about the gift of eternal life. You know, Jesus' words in John 3.16, they might be words that spring straight to your mind as you've, and you find yourself kind of wanting to praise God and as you reflect on this incredible promise. Here's what Jesus said. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. What a gift. Whoever believes in Jesus should not perish, but will have eternal life. That is something to thank God for. That is an amazing gift, 
isn't it? One day when this body dies, this physical body that we all have, one day when our bodies die, our spirit is going to live on forever with God in his perfected world and it's going to be free from sin and all the disastrous consequences of our sin. That is something, that's a gift that's worth praising God for, yeah? Perhaps when we think of Easter and we think about Jesus' death, burial and resurrection, we think about the gift of new life. We think about how Jesus died on the cross and was raised to new life and how the Bible says that when anyone trusts in Jesus, we too can be raised from death to life and can enjoy newness of life. To actually live life with God as he fully intended from the beginning, freed from our sinful orientation. I'm a big fan of the Apostle Paul and I really love how, what he says about this incredible gift of God in Romans 6.4. He says this, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Everyone who turns to Jesus and trusts in his work on the cross have actually died with him and have been raised again from the dead to live a new abundant life. That is another gift that we should praise Jesus for, yeah? What a gift that is to enjoy. Maybe when we think of Easter and think about Jesus' death, burial and resurrection, the gift of forgiveness comes to mind. In Jesus, the Bible says we've been redeemed and we've found forgiveness for our sins. And I love, again, how the Apostle Paul explains what Jesus did really simply in Colossians 1, verse 13 to 14. Paul says, He, being Jesus, has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. That's what Jesus did on the cross. We were dead in our sins before we knew Jesus. That was our spiritual state. That was our reality, whether we recognize it or not. We were living in the domain of darkness. This means that we were living in a way where we were separate from God. We couldn't come close to him. We were slaves to sin, as the Bible says, and we were completely helpless. We were completely helpless to make our way back to him because of our sin problem. But God, I love but God, but God, through his son's work on the cross, he made the way for us. He made a way for us to be transferred into his kingdom and to be completely forgiven for our sins. What an incredible truth that is. No doubt 
God's gift of forgiveness through Jesus Christ causes us to want to praise and celebrate him, just like we already have this morning, but also forevermore too. Now, I'm sure as I've shared these three gifts with you just now, you've been reminded of of many other gifts that God has given us through the work of his son on the cross. Things like peace, love, hope, acceptance, grace, mercy. These are just a handful of the gifts we have received through Jesus Christ, a handful of the gifts that God has bestowed on us through his death and as we celebrate today, his resurrection. Our list of gifts from our good, good God could go on and on and on and on forever, couldn't it? Now, whilst these gifts are so important, They're so important and are central truths to our Christian faith. None of them are actually God's greatest gift to us. None of these are God's greatest gift to us. What's God's greatest gift then? Perhaps the better way of putting it is who's God's greatest gift then? Jesus Christ is who? Jesus Christ is God's greatest gift to us. You've probably heard people say something along these lines before. And if you're like me, perhaps you, your tendency is to immediately agree and go, yes, absolutely, I, I, I'm right behind that. I'm with you. I agree completely. And then sort of immediately go on to think about all the reasons he is the greatest gift. And think about all the benefits or the gifts that he gifts to us, like those I've mentioned just before. All the things that he ushers in for anyone who would trust in his name. We can often find ourselves thinking along these lines, if we're honest. You know, Jesus is the greatest gift because he provides salvation. Jesus is the greatest gift because he gives us peace. Jesus is the greatest gift because he gives us new life. But you know what? All of these things are great and completely true truths that we can bank on. They are. They absolutely are. But they are only able to be found and truly enjoyed through relationship with Jesus. All of these gifts are only able to be found and truly enjoyed through relationship with Jesus Christ. Andrew Wilson, he's the teaching pastor at King's Church London. He puts it this way. Jesus is the greatest gift there is. Not as a means to an end, 
but as the end itself, the source of all joy, the ultimate demonstration of God's goodness and generosity. Jesus is the greatest gift there is. He is not the means through which we get God's blessings. He is the gift. Jesus is the gift that God invites us to enjoy right now in this life and then forevermore in eternity. You know, eternal life, abundant life, living in right relationship with God, being able to be close to him, being able to enjoy him, being able to have relationship with him, it starts and can be enjoyed right now. It starts and can be enjoyed right now as we live in intimate relationship with Jesus. New life, living full, transformed lives where we have hearts that are actually freed to love people and be generous to people and be sold out, just desiring the best for other people and putting their needs above our own and having grace and patience like Jesus. This new life starts and can be enjoyed right now as we live in intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Forgiveness, experiencing peace and freedom from guilt, shame and condemnation because of our rebellion against God. That's what sin is. It's rebellion against God, saying, no, God, I'm going my own way. That's what sin is. Forgiveness is to be enjoyed right now as we live in intimate relationship with Jesus. Jesus is the greatest gift and God wants us to enjoy Jesus now and forevermore. Jesus is alive. The tomb is empty. Today, Jesus reigns as king of all creation. Jesus is the king of all creation and he offers us the blessing of knowing him in this life and in the next. You will never, ever, ever know a king as gentle and kind and loving as Jesus Christ. You will never find, you will never know. You could search your whole life trying to find one and you would never find anyone who compares to Jesus. You will never find a friend so close as Jesus Christ. Just as Jesus said to Mary in the morning that he rose from death to life, today Jesus calls each of us by name. And he invites us to know and enjoy him. He waits today eager. Jesus is eager for us to truly know and enjoy him. I want to ask you a question today. Have you received God's greatest gift? Have you received God's greatest 
gift? Have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour? Are you enjoying close, intimate relationship with Jesus right now? God sent Jesus to earth for you and for me to die in our place, to satisfy God's justice for sin and then to live again, inviting us also to all into li- to embrace life lived with him. Jesus said himself in John 14 verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Friends, Jesus' death, burial and resurrection has made relationship possible. It's made the way for anyone at all, anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord to receive him, to receive God's greatest gift, to enjoy life with Jesus now and forevermore for all eternity. We're going to listen to a great song by a Christian artist called Colin Buchanan before we take communion together. And this song's called Live in the Gospel. You might like to take an opportunity just now to grab your drink and a biscuit to get ready. This song reminds us today of the fullness of life that we can live with Jesus because he is alive. You know, Jesus, as I said before, he is far more than a means to an end. Jesus is not a means to an end. He is our treasure and he offers us life in the fullest sense of the word, life unlike that which we have ever known before, life enjoyed in relationship with him. So let's listen to this recording by Colin Buchanan right now. The gospel is the garden, not the gate. The gospel is the marriage, not the date Not the reservation, it's the flight More than just the sunrise, it's the light Waking it, walking it, eat, sleep and talk in it If you believe in it, live in the gospel Run in it, rest in it, take every breath in it Jesus, our righteousness Live in the gospel It's more than just the ticket It's the ride Not the wrapping It's the gift inside The gospel is a story And a song We were made to sing and dance along 
Let's eat and drink of the elements right now as we remember Jesus, God's greatest gift to us. Let's eat and drink together. Friends, I don't know where each of you are at when it comes to your relationship with Jesus Christ. No doubt many of us listening or watching this today are Christian. You'd call yourself a Christian and you know, maybe for some of us, some of us who are Christian, we, we, this kind of thing actually really resonates with us. We remember what it was like to be really close with Jesus. We remember that sense of intimacy and closeness so and just embrace. And yet for whatever reason, we're just not as close to Jesus as we once were. Maybe, maybe that's you today. I just really want to encourage you to draw near to Jesus today. Jesus is, as I said before, he's just eager to welcome anyone back to an intimate place with him. So I want to encourage you to do that today. Choose to draw near afresh to him today and grow in your relationship with him. Enjoy him. Receive afresh Jesus as God's greatest gift to you. And if you're here today and, and you haven't yet made a decision to follow Jesus, I want to encourage you, choose today to trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord 
and Savior. Jesus wants nothing more. Jesus wants nothing more than to welcome you into his family, to adopt you as a spiritual son or a spiritual daughter and give, him, give you a place in his family. Will you turn to Jesus today and receive God's greatest gift? Romans 10, 9 to 10 explains how we can turn to Jesus. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. If that's you today, friends, God will save you. And not only will he save you, but he will welcome you into his own family as a beloved son or a daughter of God. If you did decide to make a decision to follow Jesus today, we would love to know. It would be so encouraging to us. Feel free to just get in touch, send us a message, call us, whatever you want. We would love to be able to connect with you and get alongside you and cheer you on as you continue to grow in your relationship with God's greatest gift, Jesus Christ. Wherever it is that we find ourselves, let's all go away today remembering and celebrating Jesus Christ as God's greatest gift to every single one of us. Let's pray. Oh, Father God, we are so, so, so grateful that you gave us the greatest gift in Jesus Christ. Words cannot really describe just how truly grateful we are for Jesus. And we just celebrate And thank you for your grace and your mercy and your goodness towards us in giving us your only son. And we thank you, Lord, indeed, for all the things that Jesus does and all the gifts that he gives. But ultimately, God, we just want to thank you that we can have and enjoy and know Jesus personally. And so, God, we pray that for every single one of us, that we would go deeper with Jesus, that we would come close to God, we would draw near to the Son, and that we would enjoy just close, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. We thank you for your Son, and we pray, God, that you would continue to make us more and more like Jesus as we know Jesus and enjoy him. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.